Hey, you guys, and welcome to Anchor, where creating a podcast just got easier. You can edit an episode either on your laptop or from your phone. Need music? Don't worry about that because Anchor is now paired with Spotify so you can add music directly to your episodes and then get paid for it after a certain amount of listeners. It just really got easier. You can do it from the comforts of your own home or vacation or from wherever you are. Get down with Anchor where you can easily become a podcaster. Yes, and here we are again, as you can hear my little baby in the background. She will be joining us tonight. Yes. Uh-huh. So today on The Thick of It, we are going to be talking about Getting into that psyche, that mind, mental health issues, part of self-development, but definitely need it. Like things that are on your mind, talking about all the negative things, get it off your chest. First things first, I'm Harley. As in Harley Queenin, you can follow me on Clubhouse at Harley, H-A-R-L-E-Y, Queenin, Q-U-E-E-I-N. Yeah. And you can also follow me on Instagram, saying... There you go, Mama. You can also follow me on Instagram at Boss Woman E. That is Boss B O S S Woman W O M A N underscore E. And there you will find all my content as well as postings and business things related to this podcast. Um, so, mental health, getting into that what, that psyche, um, my day-to-day started off kind of crazy. Um, I woke up in a very, very sad mood. Which basically 
led me here to this podcast. So I'm very grateful for that. Very grateful. Things just went how it needed to go. And I respect that very much. So I'm blessed to have <laughs> have received that message the way I received it, the way I needed to receive it, as not so happy as I was. But I needed it so I can convey to you guys what I needed to convey about this episode. So... Our first question is, what are things or what are some negative things or sayings that live in your mind on a daily basis, day to day, consciously, subconsciously, negative things or sayings that live in your mind? On a daily basis. For me, it is not being good enough or doing enough. But then I have begun to do this thing I like to call undermining. And I just undermine that statement with, I am good enough. And I am doing enough, or I plan to do enough, or not even do plan to do enough, just plan to do, period. Things that you plan to do outweighs the things that you're not doing. I feel like, um, and the more you remind yourself of that, the more you won't feel like you're not doing enough. Now, the you not being good enough, that feeling, you have to cons- you have to considerably remind yourself of your situation, or if you're a believer in God, or just. And the spirituality is more like, why not you? Or what are some things that you know for sure another person couldn't do because this is what you possess? Um, For me, not being good enough. At times I feel like I'm not good enough for my children. I'm not a good enough mother for my children. And I feel I feel that a lot. And I come back, I undermine that with a positive that is, um, well, why not you? What is it that you're doing that you know for a fact most mothers aren't doing with their children? And... I actually don't know what it is that they're doing with their children, but I know with mine, um, I always promised myself that I wouldn't lie to my children. I'd give them the truth no matter what. And of course, that's within, um, you know, 
age and uh, maturity, but I would tell them the truth no matter what, and I know that, and I know that I'm willing to listen and switch up the way that I parent with my kids to where it's always an open playing field for them to, you know, explore and be themselves within those lines and it's safe. They can feel safe. That's the most important thing to me. So that's the those are the things I tend to think of when I go into the I'm not, you know, good enough or doing enough. Another one would be not being as open as I used to. Because I remember how open-minded and how open-hearted I used to be. And because of everything up till now, I I can say I'm not as open. I'm still open, but I'm not as open as I used to be. I used to not care so much. And now it just feels like I care too much on a lot of different things. And I just undermine that with... um. You are breaking, I am breaking barriers that were built in protection. Things will show in their own time. So what I meant by that is uh, me being not as open as I used to. It's like, you know, I'm continuously and plan to, continuously and plan to uh, break these barriers that I built in protection of myself from other people because it's good to have those, but when you're trying to grow and become a whole different being, whether that's on your own or with someone else, those barriers are a hindrance and I know I don't want that in my relationship. I want to be as open as I can be and I and I want to be safe in doing that. So I know there's a lot in me that I need to tweak and change and just find a new pattern um and new habits that are uh, beneficial for me and my children and um, just relationships in general, friendships, partnerships, business partnerships, um, husband, boyfriend, all those things. And my protections, as great as they are, I can't have that to hinder in any level that I Uh, plan to, you know, that I plan to gain or plan to conquer those levels with. I can't have that. So, got to come up with something different. Please feel free to answer these questions yourselves and post a comment on it because I'd love to have an episode where I am acknowledging my followers and 
my um my fans you guys aren't fans y'all family acknowledging my family um but yeah definitely answer these questions let me know what's going on so the next one will be have you identified triggering habits phrases or words <sighs> bear with me y'all today is, today was a trying day a really trying day um I'm going to repeat that again. Have you identified triggering habits, phrases, and or words? Um, I would say today... I had an appointment with my um with my therapist today. Well not my therapist, but it was a psyche valve therapy visit. And you know, you gotta see these people before you go any further with any therapist at all. Um, if you're the type of person that always need to talk to somebody, I suggest that you do talk with a therapist and have a sit down. You know, it's always good to have that kind of person in your ear, especially if they're genuine and is open to, um, different kinds of information. Um, but sitting down with him today opened up a lot as well as how I was feeling today and it it was just a lot it was just really 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 a lot um taking conscious breaths work helped me a lot <sighs> yep had to do that real quick but um Talking with him really meant a lot. Um, he basically just uh, reiterated and affirmed that basically with everything I had told him and um, the way I've been, the new things I've been doing to try to deal with these feelings and thoughts are in the right direction. Um, cause this, these are people you see about medication and apparently the things that I think about and go through isn't as bad as, uh, it feels because he didn't suggest me to take medication for things that I think about. And so that's good. I was kind of a little worried about that, but it's good. Um, but he was like, well, there's no need for me to, you know, prescribe you any medication for this because it hasn't gotten that severe. And what I'm doing as far as analyzing myself and asking myself questions and just um, taking certain things on level headed and just, you know, 
I want to say, I don't want to say talking yourself out of the negative thoughts, but definitely as much as you push negative thoughts, also push those positive thoughts because one will most definitely outweigh the other. Um, There's power in words and the more you use negative shit, the more negative shit that's going to happen. And I feel like if you push the positive a little bit more, the pattern will start to cave. Um, so back to the question. Uh, triggering phrases. You know what? No, I'll go with triggering habits first. My conscious habits, my triggering conscious habits, I would say is bottling things up um that's when you know i don't say the things i feel like i need to say holding my tongue on certain things because you know um if i feel that a person isn't in a receiving mode i will not say a thing uh, if I don't feel comfortable, I won't say a thing. It it don't matter. And I need to break out of that. Because that can be fake. And I've never been anything close to that. I've tried to be honest as possible and to the point as possible and understanding as possible so um i definitely need to work on those things so bottling up holding my tongue and the numbing feeling all feeling numb is definitely a triggering habit that i feel is bothersome so those things bother me a lot um, triggering phrases, um, hmm, triggering phrases, I can't say that I have a phrase, I can't say that I have a phrase, I know, I know one is baby mom, I hate it, only because, like, you, you know, um and my my other my last relationship when it ended the stigma of baby moms and all that had become a thing and he just made me out to be a person that I never was and never am today so it was kind of just like now you're just making up shit because you're trying to be like every other nigga. I'm confused. Um, but yes, I hate the term baby mom strongly. Um, I'm like, if you respect the person that has or had your children, um, I feel like you should just come up with a different name. This should not be something you introduce this person asks, like, oh, yeah, that's my baby mom. 
It's like, okay, if you respect them enough, why don't you either call them by their name or just say, this is my, you know, child's mother. Like, I'll take the child's mother over everything. Literally, over everything. But, um, baby bomb. Uh, definitely triggering phrase. I don't care if there's a compliment after that. It, I don't, mm -mm, don't like hearing it. Um, triggering words. Um, I don't have a specific word that triggers me. It's just because I look to analyze context. And it's kind of like if you're not going to tell me what it is that you mean when you say something, I'm left to analyze the context and what you use. And I will take that meaning first. I won't say I won't take any meaning at all, but I will take the context meaning first. So... Saying that I do something, referring to the past, that, that conflicts. <laughs> um, even when you're talking about somebody else, it's like, make it make sense. It's like, you know, uh, sometimes people choose words and in hopes of getting their point across, but they're, you're not getting your point across if you're not paying attention to your context and how you're lining up your words and how you're using your words that's left for confusion and yeah so i don't really have any specific words that are triggering um not that uh i consciously notice but um maybe i do subconsciously i'll just have to you know dig a little deeper on that one but um yeah so, our next and last question, because this one went on a little bit longer than I, than I intended, but it's where it needs to be. Um, whenever. Right, I said that already. So, the next question is, what to do about those who only focus on the past you, the past version of you, and not the now version of you. Um, hmm. Now, this goes to any and everyone. Moms, dads, brothers, friends, cousins, um, strangers, all along those lines. And I don't want to say it's not only limited to those two things, the past you versus the now you, but um, even with a stranger, there are certain patterns that they'll see because a lot of people are good at reading people. But um, for strangers that are good at reading people, they tend, and I'll, I include myself when I say they, so I'll say we, 
hence the context. Um, so we will read people and some of us will just go off of that. It's like, oh yeah, this person is about this. Oh, I don't want to be around that person whatsoever. And you don't know what shadow work they're doing. You don't know if they're working to change their patterns and certain things that they don't like about themselves. They're, they could be actively changing that, and that takes time. And that's not a rush process. You can't rush that. There's nothing you can do. It's either you're going to be in their lives or you're not. Um, but I know what I... Um, and I won't say started doing because I've been doing this for a while. Where I'll read a person and if it was um, that dire, I would even ask. It's like, so are you really this way? In description, of course. Are you really this way or are you working towards changing something about that? Or is this something you like about yourself that you want to keep that around? And I would get some answers. And they're either, like, you know, going through some things or whatever, or this is what happens when they go through stuff. And I'm like, okay, well, I get that. I'm, that's just anybody. They, there's a pattern where you're going through shit and, you know, something that you're comfortable in doing just happens because that's what you're used to doing when you're going through certain stuff. But that's just... That has to be a conscious uh, decision to come up out of. And you just got to attempt to be consistent every day on that. It is definitely tough. It's definitely tough. But I believe the more you believe in that change and... The possible different ways that that could turn out in a positive sense, it'll just eventually suffice. It depends on your belief, I guess. Um, so I'd say for those of you, um, for those who only focus on past you versus the pattern version of you and not the now you that is working to change those patterns and things that you aren't so cozy about yourself with, you can either create space or let go of the person uh, you won't be able to grow if you keep these things and people like that around. So when I say things, it can be something symbolizing something. Um, okay, for example, um, I had dated a guy once and... Depending depending on the relationship or association, because it didn't really have to be a relationship, um, I would see, what did I see a lot of? 
Let's see, Red Robins. Red Robins with the orange, with the orange chest. I would see them a lot. And gifts that were given to me would break out of nowhere. I would have had it for months, days, weeks. And out of nowhere, I don't even have to be doing anything. I'll touch it and it'll break. It can be a bracelet, a necklace, an anklet, whatever. I touch it and it'll break. And then I'll see a red robin. And then something will happen. We're no longer talking. Or they stop talking to me. Something will happen. And then that'll just be over. Um, and... You know, I thought, like, you know, well, maybe this is a sign. I really, I legit swear to God, I legit thought that this would always be a forever sign that I am not supposed to be with nobody. Because it just kept happening. Whatever gifts. And it'll be either or. Either the Red Robin, I'll see the Red Robin. Or a gift that that person has given me breaks. It can be a friendship, an association, or a relationship. Whatever they gave me, it would break. And I'm no longer talking to that person. Or we're no longer hanging out. Or um, we're no longer working together kind of thing. And it's like, what? That's weird. And I used to really think heavy. And I used to really believe in that heavy. And as soon as I stopped believing in that, I can promise you. As soon as I stopped believing in that specific thing, I could say my very last relationship that I have now, I had brought us bracelets. His broke first. And I was like, oh, wait a minute. This is some shit now. <laughs> I was like, this is some shit now. His broke. And then my, my bracelet my bracelet lasted longer. Like, years longer. But then it broke too. And, you know, of course you're going to fight or whatever. But I honestly feel like if I still believed that, we wouldn't be where we are right now like at all and I used to believe that wholeheartedly and it was like um Shang Knight no it wasn't Shang Knight but it was the crystals it was like smoky glass marble crystals I forget the name and it was like black and white and it had the clear quartz on there too so uh, you know, it's supposed to symbolize protection and things like that. And, you know, his broke first, and years later, mine's broke. And I was like, well, dang. It did come to my mind for a second, but I didn't believe in that anymore. So then it went away, and nothing happened. We're still together. And I'm like, oh, okay. So it's definitely, definitely your belief system. 
um, whether or not, you know, you keep that person around or you just let them go. But depending on your belief system, I really feel like that's how things happen. And I used to put my, I used to put a lot, I used to put a lot of belief in, you know, things that I got in, like, little gifts from people that I cared about. And when they would break, I would think that would be it. And that's not the case. Not the case at all. So, um, definitely answer these questions. Um, I look forward to seeing anyone that have listened to this podcast and hopefully you can join me on Clubhouse tomorrow where I will continue the conversation where I will live, um, will be asking these questions live. So, I hope you can come by and join me. Again, the clubhouse at is Harley Queen. That is at H-A-R-L-E-Y. Again, H-A-R-L-E-Y-Q-U-E-E-I-N. So please join me in the conversation, the live conversation. And I hope to see you soon.